Thank you for joining us today for the OU Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of the Orthodox Union, this is Naftali Herman. The Daily Call began nearly four years ago as a response to the pandemic and has since evolved to serve as a daily pause to our day as an opportunity to convene together from around the world to dive in, to pray for the various needs of Israel. Thank you so much for joining today's program, for making it a part of your day, and Yom Shlishi, the sixth day of the month of Shvat. On behalf of the OU, it is my distinct honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Daniel Reich of Congregation Adat Yishurin in La Jolla, California, to share the Ebrechizek. This will be followed by Rabbi Reich fully reciting the following five chapters of Tehillim, Eret Chav, Chav Gimel, Pei Gimel, Kuf Chav Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 83, 121, and 130. That will be followed by Achenu and Meshaberach, for the soldiers, for our, our beloved IDF soldiers, for the Shvuim, for the hostages, and Rabbi Reich will conclude with the Mishaderach, the Cholim, for those who are very much in need of our tefillos, in need of our prayers for a recovery from whatever injuries they may be suffering from, and Rabbi Reich will pause and give us an opportunity to insert the names of all those whom we are davening for. To sign up for the daily Tehillim Call Reminders emails, you can sign up at ou.org forward slash Tehillim Call. That's ou.org forward slash Tehillim Call. I would like to thank my dear colleagues, this is Susan Abrams, who takes care of getting emails out every single day. I know she's on today's call, not only because she loves our program and is so devoted to it, but because Rabbi Reich is her son-in-law, and uh, I knew she would not miss this program. And I want to thank publicly uh, Susan for all of the tireless effort and time and energy she puts into ensuring that the reminder emails get stamped out every single morning. The Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Reich. Thank you so much, Rabbi Herman. Uh, and uh, thank you, of course, the OU for uh, putting these uh, Tehillim calls together. It's uh, hard to believe that uh, we haven't had a break yet in the necessity of these calls in the last four years. And now we're in a new and perhaps even more intensive form of an Esara, of a difficulty that is facing us, particularly Kalei Yisrael. You know, we're reading now the story of the Exodus. We're reading now the uh, partials of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, of uh, starting with Sefer, the beginning of Sefer Shemos, when we are we are put into uh, slavery and uh, power enslaves the Jewish people and the Mitzrim um, uh, as our taskmasters, and then Parshas Vayera and Parshas Bo. Uh, that we're going to be reading this week, that things are starting to take a turn in that the Makos have begun and the, the, the plagues have started affecting the Mitzrim. And as we know that this week, God willing, we're going to read about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Exodus, and then Pashalach next week, we're going to read about, God willing, the splitting of the sea and all the miracles that happen uh, for Kali Yisrael. And along the way, we know that of the main characters are, of course, Moshe and Aaron, that are uh, the spokespeople of Kali Yisrael, uh, going and speaking to Paro to get the Jewish people out of slavery. And, and Paro himself, who every time they come and they say, you know, Paro, you got to let the Jewish people go. Paro, of course, we know, says no with his hardened heart. 
and uh, does not allow the Jewish people to go. One thing that always perplexes me when it comes to reading these parashiot, when it comes to reading the whole story of the Exodus, of this negotiation that's taking place one plague after another between Moshe, Aaron, and Paro, is that how is it that Moshe and Aaron had so much access to the palace? How is it that they had so much access to the most powerful person in the world that they were able to freely go and speak with this tyrant? I, aside from the fact that just getting security clearance itself to be able to speak with him was probably not a simple matter. And then secondly, and perhaps even more importantly for our discussion, is that the Jewish people were slaves. Well, if they were slaves, so then the moment that Moshe and Aaron even show up at the, the palace, they should have been put in handcuffs and brought back to their taskmasters. So Rashi already fills in the blank for us. And Rashi says that, well, it's because Moshe and Aaron came from Shevet Levi. And Shevet Levi were not affected by the enslavement. They were not in, they did not become slaves themselves. They were never put into the slavery by Paro. As Rashi says, Melecha Shibud, that the servitude of Mitzrayim, Lohaya al Shiftel Shalevi, was never put on Shevet Levi. Well, why is that? Why is it that of all the tribes of the Jewish people, why was Levi uh, excluded? From thank God excluded, but why were they excluded from the from the, from the servitude that everybody else in Klai Yisrael needed to experience and endure and go through? So the Medrash fills in the blank for us, and the Medrash tells us is because Paro was what the Medrash says, a little bit cryptic, but the but the Medrash says that Paro was raw the key same. He saw through a sense of sorcery or black magic or something like that. He was able to figure out somehow that the Moshia of Klaiso, that the savior of Klaiso, the representative of Klaiso that was going to take out the Jewish people, was going to come from Shevet Levi, was going to come from the tribe of Levi. And so, therefore, he never enslaved them. Now, why would that be a good reason to not enslave Shevet Levi if the Savior was going to come from from Shevet Levi, if anything, that's very counterintuitive. I would have assumed that's more of a reason to enslave them in order to ensure that they're locked up and cannot go and save the Jewish people. So Bionis and Ibshitz explains such a powerful idea that is so relevant now, unfortunately. Bionis and Ibshitz explains because a person, generally speaking, only rises up against tyranny, they only rise up against evil, they only rise up against injustices if they feel those pain themselves. If they are being directly affected, then they rise up and stand against it. But if you're not being directly affected, if the pressure is not on you, if you are not the direct person that is dealing with the enslavement, then why would you rise up against it? So Paro said, listen, if Shevet Levi are never enslaved, then I can go on and on and on with enslaving the Jewish people. So therefore, I'm going to leave Shevet Levi out because then they're never going to rise up against me. Obviously, Paro was sorely mistaken because that's not the way the Jewish people work. There's no such thing in the Jew- when it comes to Klaiso, when it comes to the Jewish people, of this, of that something is your problem. 
or someone else's problem. There's no such thing when it comes to the Jewish people. When it comes to the Jewish people, it's our problem. Shevet Levi, while they didn't have a taskmaster, while they weren't technically slaves themselves, but they felt every single time that a Jewish brethren was whipped, they felt every single time that one of the Jewish brethren was degraded, they felt every single time that one of them was being worked in a way that was inhumane. That is what Shevet Levi was. They felt every single part of it, even if technically speaking, they weren't a part of it. The Shalal points out that's why the names of Shevet Levi reflect that. We know that of the descendants of Levi were Merari, coming from the word Mar, bitter, difficult. We know Gershon, the son of Moshe, reflects the fact that that we're, we're strangers here. We don't belong here. We're not a part of these people. That we, the Jewish people, are being affected. And he included himself in that. We know the Torah tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu was Rav He was totally 100% with them emotionally. That he felt the pain that they were experiencing. The name of Miriam, the Akachimoni points out, is the same thing. Miriam, also from Sheva Levi, Moshe's sister, was from the word maror, of bitterness. Because even if they technically weren't slaves, they absolutely felt the pain equally. Because when it comes to Klaiso, it's not your problem, it's not someone else's problem, it's our problem. It's our struggle. We're going to recite Achenu, God willing, after we finish going through the Tehillim. And we frame Achenu by, by, by reflecting this idea that it's we, as brothers and sisters, we are one family that is going through this. And we truly feel it. How many of us really have had a good night's sleep in the last hundred and now two days since October 7th? It's because we feel the pain that our people go through. We might be thousands of miles away. We might not be a chayal. We might not even be, God forbid, a million times one of the chatufim, one of the captives. But nevertheless, we feel every single ounce of that pressure ourselves. And so therefore, we come together like this. We recite the Hillim, We pray together. We put all our efforts forward, God willing, not because we're davening on behalf of someone else's problem, but because this is also our problem. We'll continue with the Tehillim, starting with Parak Chaf, chapter 20. Lamnatseach mizmor le David. Yancha Adonai biyom tzara. Yisagev chashem Elohe Yaakov. Yishlach ezercha mikodesh. Umitzion yisadecha. Yisgar kol minchosecha. Ba'olas chayidash nesela. Yitain lecha kilvavecha v'cholatsascha yimalei. Neranina v'yishua secha v'shem Eloheinu nigol. Yimalei Adonai kol mishalotecha. Ata yadati kiyoshi Adonai mishicho. Yaneyu mishmei kodsho b'gvuro gishayimino. 
Adonai Hoshia Hamelech Yanenu Biom Korenu Parak Chafkimel Chapter Twenty Three Mizmor Lidavid Adonai Roi Loechsar Binoteshe Yarbitzeni Ame Menuchot Yinaleni Nafshi Yeshovev Yancheni Vimagli Tzedek Leman Shemom Gam Kielech Begeit Samavet Lo Irara Kiata Yimadi Shiftecha Mishantecha Ema Yenachamuni Taroch Lefanai Shulchan Egetzorai Vishanta Vashemen Roshi Kosi Rivaya Achtova Chesed Yertfuni Koyeme Chayai Vishapti Beves Adonai Laorech Yamim Psalm 83 Perak Pegimel Shir Mizmor Leosov Elohim Al Damilach Al Teherosh Ve Al Tishkotel Kine Yoivecha Yemu Yehe Mayun Umisanecha Nasurosh Alamcha Yarimusod this Yatsu Atunecha Amru Lechu Venachi De Migoi Vlizacher Shemiselod Kino Atsu Lev Yachdav Alecha Briz Yichrotu Alei Edom Vishmeli Moav Agrim Geval Ve'amon Vamalek Pleshedim Yoshvetor Gam Ashur Nilva Imam Ayuzeroa Livnei Lo Tzela Aser Lahem Ki Midyan kis isra ki avin binach al-kishon nishmiduhu b'indor ayu domain l'adama shiteimo nidiveimo k'ore v'chizev u'chizevach Uchetzal muna kol nisicheimo asher amru nir shalanu enaot Elohim Elohai shiteimo chagalgal kikash lifnei ruach keish tivar yar 
ידבר שונאינו תחתיהם ועטריהם בקץ ישועה ובעטר ניצחון וקריאה בהם הכתוב כי אדוני אלוהיכם ההולך עמכם להילחם לכם עם אויביכם להושיע אתכם ונאמר אמן. מי ישבר אך אבותינו אברהם יצבי יעקב יוסף משה ואהרון דוד ושלמה הוא יברך וישמור וינצור את נדרי צבא ההגנה לישראל ואת השבויים בתור שער אחינו בישראל הנתונים בצר ובשביה בעבור שמתפעלים בעבורם הקדוש ברוך הוא יבלה רחמים עליהם ויוציאם מחושך וצלמוות מוסרותיהם ינתק ומצקותיהם יושיעם וישיביהם מהר לחיק משפחותיהם, יודו אדוני חסדו ונפלאותיו לבני אדם, וקויה מהם הקרא שכתוב, ופתיע אדוני ישבון ובאו ציון ורינה, שמחת עולם על ראשם, ששון ושמחה יציגו ונעשו יגון והנחה, ונאמר אמן. of someone in need of recovery. מי שבירך אבותינו, אברהם יצחק יעקב, משה ואהרון, דוד ושלמה, הוא יברך ואפס החולים. בעבור שכל הקהל מספרים בעברם. אחר זה הקדוש ברוך הוא ימלא רחמים עליהם, להחלימם, להרפאותם, לחסיותם, להחיותם. וישלח להם מרפואה שלם משמיים לכל איבריהם וכל גידיהם בתוך שער כל ישר רפואה לנפש ורפואה לגוף השתא בעגלה בזמן קריב ונאמר אמן. אמן. near Hashem in the near future for us here at the Daily Tehillim Call. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. As each day we pause at this time to share a moment of prayer together. Wishing Nechama, comfort, physic, strength, and hope to all of Am Yisrael around the world.